Hello and welcome to the Liberate Your Soul podcast. My name is Vanessa and I teach you how to become free, free from life, breaking the chains from this exhausting turntable of the same old cycle of crap that we constantly put ourselves in. Break free, jump off, let's start again. All with the help of understanding about the spirit world, who you truly are and how you can integrate your love of life with spirit, whether that be God, the source, the universe, whatever. Spiritual self-development is my thing and I am here to help you completely change your bloody life. So in regards to the weekly podcast I send out to you, we've got the amazing Sandy Forster. Sandy Forster is the money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. Sandy went from welfare to millionaire, has been called Oprah's Aussie secret and loves inspiring and empowering women to bring their blocks of manifesting more money and create a life they're truly passionate about. She's an award-winning international bestseller, How to Be Wildly Wealthy, which is an amazing book, by the way. Fast has been translated into over 11 languages and she's transformed the lives of hundreds of thousands of women worldwide. Sandy lives in her own tropical paradise near the beach in sunny Australia and has wild kangaroos grazing in her backyard every afternoon. The podcast was really uplifting. The energy was so high vibe, it was unbelievable. And I've already done all the free courses that wildlywealthy.com offer. And the book is just simply amazing. So if you are not in the position right now to get on to Sandy Forster's courses, everything is available on wildlywealthy.com. All the links are in the page notes. Enjoy every moment of this podcast and I do encourage you to take notes and re-listen to it all the time. You know me, I'm truthful up front and I'm not afraid to hold back asking the questions that we all ask ourselves. but sometimes interviewers on podcasts are too frightened to ask. And one thing I find a struggle is having the kids and a family as well as trying to build a side business that's eventually going to become your full-time business and making sure that money is still flowing and you're keeping calm and the vibrations are high. It's just exhausting. So I asked Sandy exactly how she dealt with this because she too had two babies under five years and she lost everything. Financial situations are different across you know, the globe in many different situations. So many people have lost their homes. And I recently have been listening to Unshakable by Tony Robbins just to get an idea about how the high influential people live. Uh, and it is numbers, remember, it all comes from you, just as I talk about all the time, everything comes from you. So listen to this podcast with an open mind. Enjoy any others that you've discovered. Don't forget to share and like with your friends, download your episodes and please send us some feedback. It would be amazing. I love you all loads. Have a great week. Speak to you soon. Hello. Ah, here we are. Hello. Hello. Hey, Vanessa. (laughs) 
Hi, you okay? I am. Brilliant. Fantastic. We are on, we are live, we are recording and everything is beautifully clear. Yay. <laughs> Yay for technology. Absolutely. So, Sandy, please tell us your amazing story from, can I say, rags to riches. Yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff, let me tell you. So to give you the very short background, I uh, lived in the most southern state of Australia, um, Victoria, and it was very cold and my parents decided to move to the most northern state or one of the most northern states, Queensland, beautiful and tropical. And so we did that and I met a boy in high school and I started going out with him and went out with him for 11 years and then we got married. And so I was in my early 30s and we were married um, only just three years and I ended up divorcing him. Oh. We had, I had a uh, six-month-old and a three-year-old. And at the time, I had what I'd call a, a hobby business. So, mm -hmm. you know, my husband had a building company and I used to just buy all this lycra and I would sew all winter and then I would find an empty store down by the beachfront in summer and I would just sell all my bikinis and then you know the the aerobic era was in so I'd sell my um, gym wear as well and as I said just a hobby business and it would help us to go on an overseas holiday or you know one year put in a pool or another year do landscaping or you know buy some furniture whatever it happened to be but then when we divorced, that hobby business had to become my full-time income. And it, there just wasn't enough. Like there just wasn't enough money to, to live off. And I ended up $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And it was a very scary place to be. Um, I had no idea how to turn that around. I was just completely, like I was completely freaked out. That was a really um, scary time in my life. Uh, but very luckily I discovered the law of attraction and this is back in uh, what was this it was about 1999 2000 around around then discovered the law of attraction and literally you know it turned everything around and I'm not saying it happened overnight because it definitely didn't but it literally turned everything around and I realized that um, my thinking was creating my circumstances because after we divorced I ended up with something like, I think it was about $150,000 or something, which to me at the time was like winning the lottery. It was mm. an enormous amount. Mm. But what happened was I did what I, you know, sort of thought that you should do. I put some money into shares and stocks and it just plummeted. I lost it all. I put some money into real estate and it, the real estate, even though it was a hot market, I lost money. I put some money into a business and it went nowhere. I put money into an investment um, and it just, again, disappeared. I joined a network marketing company and it folded. It was like every practical step I took mm. didn't work. And so, you know, I, that's why I, I just, I was really scared, didn't know how my life was going to change. But as I said, then I discovered the law of attraction and I realized that I was living my life from this place of fear around money, fear about not having enough, fear about never being able to live the life that I truly wanted to live. And when I, when I put together all these different processes and exercises and, and you know, steps 
so that I could keep my focus on what I wanted because the law of attraction is all about, you know, what you focus on is what you create. So, and when you're $100,000 in debt and on welfare, it's really challenging to focus on being abundant. <laughs> yeah. So I had to put together all these different processes and exercises and I did that and I, I persisted and I kept going. And even when I thought things weren't going to change, I continued to focus on what I want. And even when money came in, but then it all disappeared again, I continued to focus on what I truly wanted. And yep, I was able to turn it all around and I went from welfare to millionaire. And now I my absolute passion in life is really inspiring and um, other women and showing them how it's possible for them too. So that's it in a nutshell. Amazing. So can I ask, you have children, don't you? I do. I have a a daughter and a son. So were they young when you was on welfare in Australia? Do you have to have children to be on welfare? Is it a certain system that you have to abide by? Um, because here in the UK, for example, um, you're better off to have children to claim, you know, some kind of government support. If you don't have children, then really nowadays you don't get anything. So you're in this situation in your darkest time. Was it a case that you had the children with you or were you on your own? Um, so, yeah. So in Australia, I think it's very similar to the UK, although I think uh yeah, if you're unemployed, you'll get money. But if you're, if you've, if you, you know, working or you've got your own business, and you don't have children, yeah, you get no help. Yeah. So I, I had my children with me. So even though we split up, my youngest was six months and my daughter was three, um, they were with me the whole time. So they'd go and visit their dad every second weekend, but they were with me the whole time. So yeah, that's how I ended up getting welfare. And speaking about that, as you know, I where we're both in the same industry where we're all to enhance and help other women grow if you wouldn't mind us touching base on the age of your children as a lot of us and a lot of our listeners are mums that is exhausting you've got a a six month old did you say and a three-year-old and you can't put them and you couldn't put her or him in nursery you had them with you all the time whilst you're trying to earn a living yeah it was literally the most challenging time of my life but you know what it's like anything when you're living it you're just living it that's just your life and you just kind of do the best you can so um, yeah it was really really hard Um, but the good thing was I worked from home I also had my mum and dad live very close by and my mum loved looking after my kids she just loved to you know having a grand because they were the only grandkids that were close by so that's she amazing loved looking after them yeah so that was really really that that was a game changer for me yeah and so you had again so important and you probably tell your uh following the same you made sure that you had some kind of support you was able to is this is when you were building your business and your mindset was changing where was the shift sandy where did it happen when did it change because it's quite a desperate situation isn't it no money um the the babies are young you know I'm assuming you you would rely on your mum and dad quite a lot for support um you know I've been in a situation where you're relying on you know family members before to feed the kids do you know what I mean it can get that you can get that low so where did the mindset shift come from because exactly like you said earlier it is exhausting and then to try and think of the positive and there is none sometimes you're seeing where was this shift happening what what where where did it happen for you 
Well, for me, it happened when, you know, my business at the time I was designing and manufacturing swim and gym wear. And as I said, and it was, you know, this hobby that wasn't going anywhere. And I just knew things had to change, but I didn't know what else I could do. I literally had no idea. And I remember going to this, this man who was, I think it was like a psychologist, hypnotherapist. I can't remember, but I just remember seeing this tiny ad about, um, you know, change your life, get some direction or something. So I went to see this guy and he did his hypnotherapy, whatever he does. And then after I came out of it, even though I don't even think I was hypnotized, I don't really know. <laughs> I, came, I came out of it and he said, um, so, you know, what, what did you think, what came up for you? And I said, well, you know, the only thing that came up for me was personal development, but there's no way, like in my mind, the only two things you did was you either spoke or you wrote a book. And I said to him, you know, there's no way I'm going to do either of those things. It's not mm. going to happen. So straight away, and you shut it down. Totally, totally. But get, mm. guess what? In the next week, two weeks, I saw an ad in the local paper. It was just a tiny little inch by inch ad. And it had the words personal development, strong work ethic and money. And it just like, whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was like, yeah. So I rang up about it and it was a ad for um, a company that wanted people to study this personal development course that was based on the law of attraction, my first int introduction to the law of attraction. Wow. And, um, and then promote it. And I did. It was like a direct sales company. And so I did. I fell in love with the product. I promoted it. I And that literally... You know, that was the first stepping stone because it introduced me to the law of attraction because I knew all about positive thinking before that. Like I'd, I'd read enough books about positive thinking, but I didn't actually understand as we do today. Even back then, I, I didn't realize how based in science it was. But, you know, I, I just thought you thought good thoughts and if you're lucky, good things might happen to you. But when I discovered the law of attraction and since then gone on to discover about um, neuroscience, it's like it, it literally opened up this whole door of opportunity for me because I, I realized that, as I said before, it was my thinking that was creating my reality. And my thinking at that time was only about how things were or how things had been and it was all bad. So it was like I was just creating more bad. But when I realized that I could change the way I thought, that's when everything started to shift. So that was, that was really the moment. Mm. So this, the mindset shift, you wasn't a hundred percent about it. Talk to us about how you started to feel comfortable within the law of attraction. And of course you would have had to have trusted it implicitly because you would have been selling the program. So this wasn't a pyramid scheme. This wasn't a shake scheme that a lot of us again have all done because we want to work from home and be there for the kids. Cause as women, we have to do a hundred million things. <laughs> so if this is what this isn't some sort of doorstep, you know, pyramid scheme where you are trying to just get people to like you to hopefully, you know, run a party one night. This is it. This is all you had. You started to rely on it. You started to understand seriously how it worked. So where do you go from here to start teaching it? And what what tips do you give to help women change this mindset from lack to actually trust in it to trust in the process 
Um, I think for me, at the start, I really didn't have a lot of trust at all because, mm. you know, one of the things I learned was if you have a mustard seed of doubt, then you can't manifest. And in my mind, it was like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I don't know if I believe it. And so it's not going to work. So, uh, like, I continually was doubting and, and you know, all my, all my, I guess, self-sabotage was coming up about how it's going to work for everyone else and it's not going to work for me and I've been singled out to be poor all my life and so mm. it doesn't matter what I do, my <laughs> destiny is to be broke. So it was like all these thoughts would come up and, and try and stop me. But, but the great thing about this company was the fact that everyone else was also using the product and, you know, changing their mindset. And I was seeing time and time again people changing their circumstances and amazing things happen. So I think when you surround yourself with people who are having those experiences and, you know, making huge shifts and huge transformations in their life, it enables you to build your own belief and enables you to see what's possible and enables you to connect with the possibilities for your own life. And so being surrounded by that constantly just allowed me to shift my beliefs and allowed me, as I said, to create all these different processes so that I was completely immersed in the law of attraction, completely immersed in different processes every day. So that, you know, I, I was kind of like, you could liken it to the person who was massively overweight, but then was determined to do everything they possibly could to get the body they wanted. And so they were exercising and they were eating right and they had affirmations around the house and listening to visualizations. Well, you know, I, and they were, they were not taking the bus and they were walking everywhere and they were like just doing everything. Well, that was me when it came to manifesting money. I was completely immersed doing whatever I could, even though I wasn't seeing any results mm -hmm. because I just knew this is the thing that I had learned in this course was the fact that universal law is universal law which means it works for each and every single person in the universe it doesn't just work for a few people and then those people over there it's not going to work because they're bad people or they're disorganized or they're lazy or they're you know old or they're young or they're whatever it, it, it works for everyone if you work it so I was determined to just and the bottom the bottom line was I hit rock bottom like I had nowhere else to go so mm -hmm. You know, when you're feeling that desperate and that um, sort of scared and that, that like, like there really is no other way, to me, spending that time on a daily basis, visualising what I wanted, imagining that I already had it in my life, imagining being a millionaire, imagining have all the, having all the choices and the freedom, that just felt so much better than what my life actually was. So... It was very easy to spend time doing that because some people say to me, you know, I've got students from all around the world and sometimes I get these silly emails from people saying, oh, I'm so busy. I don't know how I can fit this in. And I think, what? <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> this is your life you're creating. Surely mm. you can find, you know, even just an hour a day to focus on what you want. Mm. So, yeah, it was really just a matter of really immersing myself and really taking action and, and um, you know, understanding that if it works for one other person, it works for everyone because it's universal law. That's beautifully said. And I, um, I, I couldn't think of putting it like that, actually, because that's really truthful. Because when we are down, you know, negativity pours in. So we start looking at negative things. And when um, you're in that dark space, 
and you don't understand why you keep going round because it is a cycle isn't it constantly oh, yeah. you just you yeah. find yourself like every December for me um I used to find myself the mother-in-law came round we have to get her a cab she expects us to drop her off and pick her up there's there's lack of money we have to borrow the money and it was going on and every Christmas was the same and it's like that's approximately a year every year was the same so when you're that low and you are in that negativity I used to look at all really bad things and the ego was there and he, he's feeding off of all my energy and it just makes you feel so tired and exactly like you say constantly self-sabotaging and when that's happening you I, I started to realize personally that even bad people were successful you know mm -hmm. and all the bad characters like in the marvel films and the joker they're all wealthy they've all got nice suits on and they all make it and it's like oh my god all these bad people can become rich as well and so that is brilliant because that is true it's it's a universal law everybody is entitled to it so with that brings me to the question of if everybody's entitled to it, exactly like you say, you get these silly messages or emails saying, I haven't got time. Are we talking about constantly living it, breathing it, like they say, you know, you've got to fake it to make it? Where is this boundary that we get to that we think, oh, this is silly now? You know, like you want a Range Rover, do you pretend that you're in your little clapped out car, but you're driving a Range Rover, you know, things like that. You know what? I do something that, and I don't, I don't mean to sort of, um, uh, in any way, sort of put down any type of mental illness. But no. I do something that I call delusional manifesting. Yes. So I hear so, you, Sandy. I hear you because I do it. I do it. <laughs> and my daughter sometimes says, because I, I say things about things that I'm wanting, and she says. So has that actually happened or, or are you just like, are you like doing your thing again? <laughs> so it's like, you really have to, to live it. And I think, I think the way you have to move forward is not care about what other people say and what other people think. And, and obviously don't get to the point where people think you've totally lost the plot, um, you know, some, sometimes you can have just conversations with yourself instead of having conversations with, you know, friends, family and everyone else who yeah. you start to whisper behind uh, closed doors about how weird you are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really, you've got to get into that space where and, and understand that, as I said, when I discovered the law of attraction, it wasn't suddenly all onward and upward from that point forward and my life suddenly became this amazing, amazing yes. nirvana. I, I experienced money coming in. It was like, oh, my gosh. I just got my life had changed and then it went all out again and I was like oh my gosh my life is so bad again mm. and then it would come in again oh my gosh it's all, I've cracked the code and then oh my gosh it's all gone away so it was like a bit of a roller coaster it was a bit of an up and down to start with um, but that was because the thing is even if you become great at manifesting you have to still become the person you need to be that can be that wealthy person or that mm. person who has more money or that person that is a millionaire you have to be that person and that means a lot of practical changes like you have to understand how to manage your money and handle your money because I know when I first um, had a lot of money I was because just remember I spent my entire life 
living with parents that were beyond frugal. I'm talking about beyond frugal. Mm. Um, and then I had been $100,000 in debt and on welfare. So I was like, you know, again, beyond frugal. Like I couldn't even, there was no choice. Like I had nothing. So suddenly getting all this money, you know, when you get a lot of money the first time, unless you're really, really... Uh, trained yourself to understand money and how it works and how it comes in and how it goes out and all those things, you can blow it. And I know that I wasted so much money that, you know, first time I made lots of money because I just, I thought, oh, I've got the key. I'm fine mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. No problem. All easy peasy. Got it made. And so you start spending like a crazy woman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then something happens and whoa, uh-oh, what happened there? Where did it all go? So that first time around, you know, back in, I think it's about 2006, 2004, I can't remember when it was, but it was a while ago, I, I, I did go a bit crazy. I spent more on things than I should have. But, you know, coming back full circle, I'm now at that point in my life where I literally have everything I want the only thing that's lacking at the moment is freedom to travel yeah um, that's yeah. the thing I, that I don't have but apart from that I've got everything that I could possibly want so I I am frugal again I don't spend money on stuff I don't need like I mm -hmm. have so much fun going on to say um, Facebook marketplace and you know, saving all the things I'm going to buy, but they're not buying anything because I don't need them. I don't know. But we've been brainwashed in our society to think we need more. We have to have more. We've got to, you know, consume, 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 buy, buy, buy. You know, everyone else is getting this, so I've got to get this. But that's just craziness. Like I have a beautiful home, multi-million dollar house with two acres. I have the spring-fed dam. I have a barley hut. I have a tropical swimming pool with a Buddha waterfall. I have kangaroos that graze on my acreage because I back onto parkland. So they, they kind of jump in and out. And it's just like, I feel so blessed and so lucky. And so I've discovered that manifesting money is just one part of the equation managing the money you have becoming a master of your money is another side of the equation so when you marry it all together that's when your life becomes really easy and blissful mm, absolutely and so this reflects on your work now so um when you were saying no I'm certain at the beginning no I'm certainly not talking to groups of people and I'm certainly not writing a book <laughs> that so now you've done those things and you've achieved so much again that must have been another you know, which again is something that money can't buy, confidence, um, finding out even how to set up a business that way because you were so used to physical stuff, making and selling physical stuff. You must have had so much self-doubt and it must have taken you forever to even think that, oh yeah, I can sell a course like this. Whether you'd been selling one or not, it wasn't you. So again, that must have been so difficult for you. Yeah, it was really interesting because sort of the journey for me was I discovered this personal development course and then um, so I really loved it. I loved the law of attraction. I loved everything about that. But what happened with that particular um, program was the, the printer had a, or the company had a dispute with the printer. So the company said, you have printed the product all wrong. The packaging is wrong. The, the product is wrong. We need it reprinted. And the printer said, well, I'm not going to 
reprint it until you pay for the first lot. And the company said, well, we're not going to pay for the first lot until you reprint it. Like mm. you did it wrong. And so it was direct sales. And we didn't have a product to sell for one month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. It was about nine months, no product to sell. And when you're in direct sales, guess what happens? Mm. You don't sell anything. I think, you yeah. don't make any money. You can't, you can't be confident selling a product when you don't know when it's going to actually arrive. So, so that business went kaput. And so I was back to, oh, my gosh, you know, looking for something. But as the universe would have it, I was at an um, event and they talked about life coaching. They said, anyone want to find out about becoming a life coach in the break? Go and see such and such. Now, I didn't know what life coaching was, but I'm a bit of a busybody, like to know everything. So I went out <laughs> in the break and heard them talking about life coaching. It was like, oh, my gosh. That sounds great. You work in the personal development industry. You can work from home. You can choose your own hours. You can make as much money as you like. Oh my gosh, I want to do that. But they weren't looking for coaches in Australia. So I came back to Australia and as the universe would like to orchestrate things, the person who was involved with the personal development course that I had been marketing, um, she had set up a life coach training academy in the UK and had decided to launch one in Australia. And so I went through that coach training. She asked me to be one of her trainers. Um, I ended up training people around um, everything that I knew about the law of attraction. And I loved that. So I started coaching now. So that was my first step. It wasn't even like I was doing anything on the internet. I, I was coaching. And then around that time, I started to discover the internet and discover like having a website. So that was about 2001, I think. So I had my first website and it was really just a brochure site. And honestly, I, you can look at things in the archive. There's an archive out there on the internet and you can actually search things and look at how things were decades ago. And I look at my web page back then and I was so corporate looking. I had dark blue because I was told <laughs> that blue was very professional and it was called Universal Prosperity Proprietary Limited. That was wow. the name of my business. So I was all very, you know, trying to be very businessy. <laughs> and, you know, I started that business and I loved the actual coaching freaked me out. Let me just say at the start, the coaching, I just felt like I was going to be sick when I had to talk to people because it was kind of in my brain, I thought I needed to have my life totally together and know everything about everything so that when I was coaching someone, I had all the answers. That was, mm. that was my original thought around coaching. But once I went through my coach training, I realized I didn't need to know all that. I'm asking the questions. I'm guiding the client. It's, I'm not the be all, know all, everything. So that was great because as, as a coach at that time, um, being, you know, in a lot of debt and just, you know, really not having my life together. I felt like an absolute fraud, but I, I began to coach my clients and they loved it. And when I brought law of attraction processes into the, the mix, they loved it even more and they got amazing results. So it was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But what I realized in that moment also was I am hopeless at coaching people one-on-one -on -one when there's lots of them because I can't keep track of the time and I can't keep track of who's who and I, I, I get sidetracked on things because I got sort of ADHD and a bit of OCD and so if I'm into something I'm right into it and I just completely forget that I've got a client scheduled and it was just a bit of a disaster doing one-on-one -on -one. so I decided I wanted to do group coaching and that was basically pretty much when 
teleseminars started being really popular. Right. And so I started doing group coaching by teleseminar and all my clients were pretty much overseas because at that time, coaching wasn't really known in Australia. So it just kind of step by step it happened. I didn't need to know everything at once. I started coaching by teleseminar and then I went to a, 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 an actual event, a seminar, live seminar, where I learned about internet marketing and I brought that into the mix and things started to grow. And then so it was kind of it was a, a really kind of gradual thing. It wasn't suddenly everything dropped into my lap. But I must say, um, what happened was because the bottom had fallen out of that personal development, you know, direct sales company that I was working with, my accountant actually rang me up one day and said, look, I know you had a lot of uh, success at direct sales. I'd like to, I've got this thing that I want you to take a look at because I have a lot of clients, but I don't want to talk to them about this product. And I know that you've had success talking to people about a product before. I'd like to kind of, you know, go into business together, join partnership together. And I was like, mm. half of me was going, I don't want to go into direct sales again. I can't stand it. Um, but the other half was like, oh, what am I, what else am I going to do right now? You know, coaching, coaching was kind of, coaching was going good, but it wasn't always going great. And, and so it was like, oh, you know, a bit of extra money won't hurt. So I ended up going to partnership with her. It was with a, again, with a product, but it was very more practical. So it was all based around um, real estate investing. So for me, what happened was I woke up one morning with a name in my head, Wildly Wealthy Women, and I registered the domain name straight away and didn't do anything with it. And a few months later, I said to her, you know what, this course that we're promoting, it's really, it's great. And it's great that, you know, people have got you to ask questions of. And, and I know for me, if I couldn't ask you a question, I know I wouldn't move ahead with my property investing at all. I, I'd just be stuck. But it's really great having someone to bounce questions off. You know, I've got an idea. And I actually said, you know, this is my idea. And it was just an out of the blue idea to launch a program called Wildly Wealthy Women. She would teach all the practical side. I would teach the mindset side. Um, and she would we would just have like live um, teleseminars once a week and then three times a year would have a wildly wealthy women's wicked weekend where everyone got together from all around Australia and we'd you know learn practical stuff and then we'd do mindset stuff and do some yoga and a bit of beach walking and stuff like that and she said yeah okay so we launched that and literally within three months made close to two million dollars because I think wow. it was, I think it was pretty much I know these days women's mentoring programs in all sorts of different areas there's a gazillion of them mm -hmm. but back mm -hmm. then I think we were probably the first in Australia to do it maybe okay. even the first you know in the world yeah it was pretty new and women loved it they just loved it they loved the combination of having something practical to learn and to do but then me working on their mindset and just changing everything and so that was a really big thing um, so again you know it didn't everything didn't kind of happen I didn't suddenly have to learn everything overnight. It was just an unfolding. It was like the universe knew where I was headed and it just needed to, me to take one step at a time, just take action every day. And, you know, now I have my own life coach training academy and I train women from all over the world to become internationally certified law of attraction coaches. So I love the way everything's kind of come full circle and now I'm empowering other women to, to do the same. Which must be so fulfilling. It must oh be my so gosh, fulfilling. Yeah. 
I, I can't tell you how amazing it is. You know, I get emails all the time from people in my community or Facebook messages and and it's just so, I just honestly, sometimes I just break down and cry because it's like I'm doing for them yeah. what other people did for me. I'm yeah. changing not just that person's life, but I'm changing that that person's life and their family's life and their children's life and their children's future and like I'm changing everything just through you know yes through my um, inspired spirit coaching academy but also I have other programs like the millionaire mindset experience where we just work on money and and the success stories that I hear from my students just it just blows my mind you know I teach this stuff but I still like like whoa look yeah. what happened for them <laughs> you what you went from one to four thousand dollar weeks to four to sixteen thousand dollar weeks it's like whoa it's like just it's so exciting about you know being part of somebody's transformation and 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 seeing what happens when they come to it like I did sort of a bit a bit hesitant not really knowing if it's actually going to work but putting their trust and faith in me and my processes and, you know, applying what they learn and then everything changing. It's just, it is, it's really mind blowing. It's very humbling as well. I love it. Absolutely. Well, darling, that's the end of our time, unfortunately. And it has been an amazing podcast and full of so much information. So I really appreciate your time and your love and sharing your amazing experiences with us. Thank you, Vanessa. And I just want to say one last thing. I think people need to understand that for me, I dropped out of high school. I didn't even finish high school, dropped out in grade 11. I didn't have any money behind me. My parents didn't have any money. Like I had no connections out there. Mm. I had no, and I actually had no real skills. So I feel like if I can do it, if I can change my circumstances and create a life full of abundance and prosperity, I know everyone listening to this can too. It's mm. just a matter of, you know, following the processes, taking action, not giving up and understanding that anything is possible. And the website, I've seen that there's so much free stuff, which I will definitely be downloading tonight and binging on. Where is it that everybody else can find you? And especially about these wildly women weekends, I certainly wouldn't mind <laughs> one in Australia. <laughs> um, you can find out more at wildlywealthy.com. And also, if your, your listeners want something for free, I've put together a, a money manifesting bundle. It's mm. got um, a guide of visualization and some affirmations and some stuff that's really going to start that process of changing your mindset. Um, they can go to wildlywealthyfree.com. Amazing. And I will be putting those links in the bio as well. So you can definitely get that straight away. Amazing. Darling, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Vanessa. Take care. Bye. Bye.